Welcome to Bwahaha Cast, episode 12. We've made it through 12 of these. I am your host for this episode, Chris Kirby. With me is David 100,000 Years Simonton. How you doing, Chris? I'm doing great. How are you people over there? <laughs> what about over here? I was backstage and I heard y'all drink vodka and orange juice. <laughs> kiss reference, sorry. We have to apologize that yeah, we we had a got off on a kiss tangent before this episode started. Well, but please explain yourself when you say me and you got off on a kiss tangent because that can, <laughs> that can have a whole new meaning. The band to people that don't know us. Okay. The the band kiss of uh, Gene Simmons and Paul Stanley. Fame. Um, Although Chris and I's first kiss was at the same time, wasn't it? Or was this it not? Is, this is going down a really wrong rabbit yeah. hole now. Yeah. So I just wanted I don't... to make it creepy for for everybody. <laughs> well, All it right, also so implies that, that our that our first kiss was with each other. Which <laughs> it was at that, the same time. No. I did not say it was with each other, and I'm not positive <laughs> it was even the first. I have no idea. I'm just. <laughs> I'm just trying to be creepy. Okay, let's so. yeah, let's let's leave that on the train tracks of history. And, yes. Uh, yes. So uh, we're glad everybody's here listening in. To this, I guess <laughs> they just they just shut us off. <laughs> That's exactly right. It's like what the? Uh, so <laughs> today's episode is uh, a little different. We're going to instead of really focusing on one character, we're going to look at uh, the miniseries, the comic book miniseries, and. Uh, a lot of debate about what that would be. I tried to keep it limited for our topic to say that it is uh, of four issues or shorter. And certainly there have been many series that are six issues and uh, 12 issues. The 12-issue series, I think, originally was called a maxi-series, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but we're we're looking at four issues or shorter the the boom of the miniseries or at least the origin of the miniseries was the 1980s uh where we started to see uh comic book companies experimenting with a shorter form story arc uh where they could maybe explore a character that wasn't as uh deeply explored in their own books so with that in mind, I've asked David to come up with his favorites. I've come up with some of my favorites, and uh, I'm going to kick things off this week with uh, one that should be a no-brainer if you're talking about a four-issue or shorter miniseries. And for me, that would be The Dark Knight Returns uh, by Frank Miller. So it was originally, although most people now, if you're coming into comics later, you may think it was all one graphic novel because it does actually stand alone as a graphic novel, but it was originally a miniseries, a four-issue miniseries that came out in 1986, and uh, David, do you have any thoughts on Dark Knight? Uh, yeah, it was actually on my list, too. It's oh. it's wonderful. I mean, this is back when Frank Miller, well, you know, he's, Be careful. He, he didn't do much uh, before this. I mean, you know, he sort of slowed down a little bit. Uh, when when this came out, I mean, it was it was great. I mean, the, the art was great. The futuristic slightly in the future storyline was i mean it was dark and it was funny and the art was amazing with uh you know klaus jansen inking him as he was you know did a lot um really 
really gave sort of a new look at the Joker and just, I don't know. It seemed, he seemed more evil than he'd ever been at that point in a, in a, I don't, I don't know how to describe it, but, uh, very groundbreaking. It, it has an odd dated quality to it now because there's a lot of references to Ronald Reagan. Um, and a lot, you know, there's, it was very politically charged. Most of that commentary really holds up even now. Um, and he sort of invented some new, uh, f- futuristic slang. Yeah. Uh, and this is the, this was the original sort of Elseworlds story where this is, you know, not supposed to actually be canon, uh, for Batman, but just a possible future. But it was the first, if I think I'm right about this, it was the first time in a story it was mentioned that Jason Todd had died at some point. Oh, yeah. I'd forgotten about that. Because he doesn't have Robin, and that's some re- part of the reason why he stops being Batman for a while. And then, of course, the the comics caught up, the, the quote-unquote canon comics caught up with that by killing Jason Todd. Yeah. I'd forgotten all about that. That's uh, crazy. Now that, now that you think about it. Wow. Yeah. And it was at the time the first female Robin, wasn't it? That was introduced. That's right. Yes. Uh, Carrie which, Kelly. Yeah. Um, and I know in the regular, you know, continuity, I think Spoiler was very briefly a Robin. You know, of course, this was done after this, but, uh, you know, I started thinking, I mean, why isn't there, why are there not more female Robins, you know? Um, They've they've toyed it's they toy around with a lot of stuff like um, Scott Snyder introduces the character of Duke um, mm-hmm. and then but then it's like DC didn't have they didn't have the intestinal fortitude to make <laughs> a black young man Robin and so they have right. to give him they have to give him another they have to call him the Signal but he, he you know he like so I don't know why they they are so it, particularly these days, where you have a you know female Thor, I mean, where, where there you know there's all kinds of uh, inclusion happening in comics. It's very interesting to me that Robin is that one character that they they seem to not want to veer from a white male. I, I wonder if it was maybe because Damien was also new at that point, and they were trying to That's keep possible. him in as Robin. I, maybe I don't know. I, um, but yeah, and, and the and the signal character didn't really go anywhere. You know, I think they expected him to be a little more accepted and popular than he was, and he just sort of fizzled. I guess. Maybe it was the yellow costume they gave him, you know, that was <laughs> like, what? Why are you in the shadows in a yellow costume? You know, maybe it was, the, I don't know, but I would like to see them do something more with this character. I would too. I, you know, I, I always think that a lot of those characters, if the original creator of that character doesn't stick with that character to really build them and grow them and try to do something interesting with them, they're never going to become, they're never going to keep going. You you have to have the original creator. I mean, Grant Morrison hung around for Damien for a long time to Ooh. sort of get that character set. Yeah. Um, I don't think the same thing can be said for Duke. You know, Scott yeah. Snyder has, hasn't really stuck around. To, to build to build that out, 
Um, and that's really true of a, a lot of those characters. I mean, Snyder still does tons of Batman stuff, but he doesn't include the signal in there. That's right. Um, so that's right. Yeah, to me, that's that. That's weird. Yeah, um, just sort of like, okay, here's a character, and you know, okay, you know, it didn't stick, so we'll leave him alone. So I know we've gotten off of Dark Knight Returns, but um, for those that's who are listening, like for the absolutely, I mean, we did begin this discussion with something about kiss. So, you know, um, so anybody who has not read dark Knight returns, it's sort of like, I mean, what's amazing is that it and Watchmen were contemporaries. Both of those came out at about the same, Mm -hmm. uh, time. Um, they, they changed the face of comic books. Some people argue they changed them for the worst. Um, but but I but I you can't judge a comic by the impact it had. You have to judge the comic by the comic. And when I read Dark Knight Returns, it very much was like that iconic cover of Batman with a lightning bolt. I mean, it was mm-hmm. like a lightning bolt. It was like, wow, this is a very different Batman. This is something that feels like somebody's taken off the kid gloves and done something new with. And it was the perfect perfect use of a miniseries format to do that. I agree. I agree. Um, so if that's a 10, um, what was your reaction to the sequel? You know, (laughs) (laughs) um, I, 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 I barely remember it, which if you want to ask, if you, if you want to really insult something, a work of art, say that you don't remember it. You know, that that to me is about as harsh an, an insult as you can give. To me, it was a Frank Miller paycheck, you know? Um, yeah, yeah. It was a lot of pinups. There's a story that you're right, I don't remember. I remember the Robin was going around in a cheetah-looking outfit or something. What I don't, I don't even know. Yeah, but it was, that's it, right. There wasn't any backgrounds. There wasn't uh, just a lot of, like, Full page panels and not a lot going on. And to me, it just seemed like they paid him a lot of money. And he's like, "All right, here you go." You know, that's right. I'll, that's I'll right. give you something um, because there's no comparison between the the first and the second. You know, it's like I don't even. It's like night and day. Um, well, Dark Knight. Dark Knight ends with an open ending, but that's per- that's perfect. I mean, right. it has like, it really, he really sticks the landing and you, that's one of those things. I mean, honestly, it's kind of like back to the future. Yes, it has an open ending, but you really don't want to go beyond that. I mean, and, and the other movies are, they, they're not as good. And so this is the same case where, you know, yeah. leave the open ending, leave the yeah. what if, what's happening next in your own mind and just right. let it stand. So what was your, what was your, uh, well, you said, you said Dark Knight's on your list as well. So Uh anything else about Dark Knight? No, no, just uh, near perfect, very influential miniseries that something like that had really not been done before. So, um, my, my choice next, uh, I'll just keep it with Batman. This is an obvious one because I've mentioned it before, but, uh, the recent, uh, three issue miniseries, Batman, the three jokers. Um, I know I'm given, you know, a boring answer here because I mean, I've mentioned it before. It's nothing that's going to 
have people go, oh, I, I remember that, you know, but it, it's Jeff Johns, Jason Fabok, if that's indeed how you pronounce his name. Um, and they're, spoiler alert, because there's no way to really talk about the series without spoilers. Um, but you find out, you know, well, why are there, why does Joker sort of have three different personalities? Well, it's because there's three different Jokers, and you don't know which one is the the original one, but he's basically recruiting crazy people to be the Joker. Um, and it was, I don't, it was fascinating. It was, this was the perfect Batman story because the writing and the art were a 10 out of 10. Absolutely. And it, it threw a giant wrench into the whole Batman Joker mythos. You know, it, it's like, that is incredible. And you, and you don't know which, I think maybe Batman knows which is the original Joker. The real one. Hmm. Um, I think. Have you have you read this yet, Chris? Before I go any further, I have. I have. Okay. So you know, uh, and again, another big spoiler. You know, but Batman said at the end, he was like, "I've always known who the Joker is. I knew it from five minutes after I first saw him." You know, and uh, but he doesn't say who he is. You know, you just th- he's just probably some random. They sort of give hints. He's just some random guy, but. It was it was it was perfect. I mean, I I could not wait for the next issue to come out. Uh, when it did, and uh, it, it was, I don't know. There, I, I can't find anything wrong with that miniseries at all. What about you? Well, here's a here's a sign of of a great miniseries. I want to read it again, and yeah. I can see my, I can see myself reading it again and again, and go, kind of going back and seeing new things uh, yeah. that I that I haven't seen before, noticing things I haven't noticed before, and it it also pulls in um, Killing Joke sort of pulls you know pulls from some of those places it pulls from the the um red hood storyline makes jason todd more interesting than he has been in a long well, time maybe to recruit him you know right 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 so yeah, it's um him and i'm gonna recruit him so yeah it's um and there's a you know there's a there's a, a big moment that has cropped up in a lot of conversations about this about um, something the Joker says to Jason Todd that Jason Todd apparently told him before he killed him, and uh, there's a lot of discussion about about that. I don't want to give too much away, but yeah. there's um, I absolutely. I mean, and it that came out of nowhere to me. Yeah. That series came out of nowhere. It, I had a question about this, and, and maybe I'm stupid or or what, or maybe it was just. They did it just for the heck of it, but why did Batman have the yellow insignia on his costume? That's an old costume. Huh. I hadn't thought about that. Did they do that. it just because, hey, this is cool? Did they do it because it means something like, you know, a different time period? Or, I mean, you know, a different part of the Batman continuity, like a few years ago? Or is it current? You know... That sort of threw me, but I thought it was cool that they did that. Well, you know, it's um, Killing Joke. He's driving the Batmobile from like the 30s. You're right. Yeah. You know, so there, there's some odd things going on there. Um, so I, I don't I don't know. I, and I was going to ask you, I must, uh, this is continuity? Well, uh, you know, after the Death Metal miniseries currently, everything is continuity. Everything has happened. Everything, everything. 
Batman teaming up with Scooby-Doo is apparently continuity. Everything okay, well, clearly I need to go back and read. read. <laughs> well, I haven't read number seven yet because I get my books monthly, but as in, I've read an article about, about it. And in number six, everything happened. Everything you have read in DC has happened. Now, I don't know about the Elseworld <laughs> stuff. I don't. I don't really know where that fits in. But whether they've wiped something out of continuity, whether they've not, whether it's New Fifty Two, whether it's before, whether it's after, whether it's before Crisis, after it's all happened. So, I mean, which makes it easy for writers and, yeah. and editors. <laughs> we DC has really gone. Both they 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 just watch the pendulum swing, don't yeah. they? They just go from one extreme to the other. Yeah, ten years from now they'll be like, yeah, nothing happened. Nothing. <laughs> you know? Well, that was crisis, no. wasn't it? Crisis yeah, was like crisis and fifty two. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, it's interesting. It's like it just sort of freezes it up. So now, if you want to mention something in the past, okay, it happened. You know, <laughs> it's sort of cool. It's sort of cool. It's 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 it doesn't make any sense. But it's sort of cool. So, I, well, I have not read any of those, so I need to go back and and read that series. It, it's fun. It's a fun series, regardless. It's yeah, you know, right, right. But but once they sort of laid that on you at the end, it's like, oh, that's sort of interesting. So, huh. all right. Well, back to the uh, mini series. So, uh, all right. Any more about the three jokers before we move on to your next one? No, I, we're, we'll move on, and I'm going to go. Uh, kind of deep catalog here and um and say that uh my next pick is from 1993 and it's the golden age by uh oh yeah uh by james robinson and paul smith mm-hmm. um was this was during a time when the, the jsa had pretty much uh gone out of fashion that there was no all-star squadron series. I don't believe in 93, there was no mm-hmm. JSA series. Um, I think they had been, um, all but wiped from continuity. If I remember early nineties comics, uh, pretty well, but so James Robinson came back and did this as a sort of Elseworlds story. It was set right after world war two with the JSA and, um, Paul Smith, who doesn't do nearly enough comic book art, in my opinion. I mean, he's just one of those people who is uh, phenomenal, but underappreciated. Just really creates, uh, reinvigorates those characters, the old uh, 30s and 40s DC Golden Age characters. And um, there's a lot of political intrigue going on and a lot of uh, James Robinson. This is early in his career, very early. Um, he he sort of deconstructs the characters somewhat and creates a uh, more motivation and a, a little darker side to the characters. And just across the board, um, really enjoy that series. When I when I was thinking about miniseries, I was like, I've forgotten about the Golden Age and and it was a it sort of came out in the wake of Watchmen and Dark Knight where they were going back and looking at characters and re- revisiting and revising characters so um and as i understand it some of the things that were introduced in the golden age actually made it into James Robinson's uh Starman that came out a little bit after mm. that as well so that did some of it did find its way into continuity i don't 
I, I know exactly what you what series you're talking about. I don't know if I ever read all of it, so it's hard for me to comment on it. But I I do know that what I do know of it and what I have read of it was really cool. I've, I've always been a huge Paul Smith fan. I mean, yeah. ever since his X Men days, I, I love his art um, and James Robinson. Sometimes he's hit or miss, but for the most part, he tends to hit more than he misses. I think his early career, I I, I feel like he kind of went off the rail at some point. Um, and back, you know, during the uh, let's uh, tear Arsenal's arm off. Uh, I don't know <laughs> if you remember all of that, but yeah, you, yeah, you know, it, it went real. His stuff kind of got, I don't know, like he was just trying to sell issues or sell himself. I don't know, but early on, it was very much an, a work of. Um, these were like passion projects, and yeah. uh, interestingly, as I was as I was researching for this episode, Jeff Johns credits the Golden Age with his interest in revitalizing the JSA and bringing it back. So, Which was great it, series in itself, yeah. Right. So, or two so, series, actually, yeah. so that really owes its its uh, origin to this miniseries. Yeah, I agree. Now, now I need to go back and read it. Still being published, by the way. It's still out as a, a yeah. trade paperback, so people can go back and, and find it. Yes, you're right. You're right. Um, well, speaking of James Robinson, um, my next, and I've, I've added, I've added a mini series in here since we've been talking because you reminded me of one of my all time favorites. Oh wow! Um, okay, I think you've read it too. I think I talked to you into reading it a couple of years ago. Um, Airboy. By James <laughs> Robinson and Greg, Greg Hinkle. All right, Airboy was a character. He's been around probably since the 40s or 50s. Um, old character, and he was brought back, I think, in the 80s. Yep. I think Timothy maybe. Truman. Yep. Um, so, <laughs> so, this series, the characters... The main characters in the series are James Robinson and Greg Hinkle, uh, who <laughs> James Robinson had been contacted by you know, Image or whoever. Hey, do you want to do an Airboy series? And he he just he had no ideas. He couldn't think of anything. So you know he gets artist Greg Hinkle, and they they you know hang out and the series. In all honesty, has nothing to do with Airboy. It is them. <laughs> Trying to come up with an idea for Airboy while doing the most hor- horrendous thing. I mean, they're they're strung out on you know drugs and getting themselves in all sorts of crazy sexual situations, and you see body parts, you know, uh, and it is the it's the craziest concept for. A miniseries ever. It's like you take a character and it's not even about the character in a way. Right. It is just the the writer and the artist writing themselves and drawing themselves, getting in so much, just having this crazy, pretty much weekend of debauchery and and, and just (laughs) drugs and alcohol and just craziness. I mean, it's not for kids, obviously, but you know, I would recommend this to any adult. It is outstanding, just just by the ludicrousness of the whole thing and the concept of the whole thing, and how how the comic book company said, "Yeah, we'll we'll print this." Yeah, um, you read it, didn't you? I did. I yeah. 
so so this is what it makes me think about. We in our previous episode we talked about the shadow and how mm-hmm. the the people who own the copyright and the trademark to the shadow, you know, were not happy with what Kyle Baker and and Andrew Helfer did with it. And so that sort of put an end to that sort of thing. In this case, I think Airboy is actually public domain now. I don't think anybody mm-hmm. actually owns Airboy. So you can kind of do whatever you want to with it. Mm-hmm. And uh, Image it, it has gotten more experimental since its founding. Um, and this is, yeah. I mean, this is just really to a writer and an artist just trying to see how far they can take this. And it's, Got a meta commentary because it's, you know, their characters in this, but, you know, the characters are so wildly drawn that they become mm-hmm. like fictional characters. So, mm-hmm. um, gosh, I had forgotten all about that. Yeah, it's, if you're a big fan of Airboy, don't, don't read this. That's this right. That's this, right. This doesn't have anything to do with Airboy other than. Some weirdness at the end. Well, there's weirdness all the way through it, but uh, it, this is this is just one of the greatest things I've ever read. I just remember reading it, thinking after I put it down, like, what did I just read? You know, right? What, what was this? But it was brilliant. It was. You don't know whether to. You don't know how much tr- truth is in some of the stuff they wrote. You know, are they really this strung out you know on, on drugs or are they are they just saying nah let's just let's just make us do the worst things possible you know i think um, I, my feeling is it's probably it's probably that the, the the idea is that this is probably more fictional than an actual airboy comic would have been you know like yeah. what can we how far can we take this you know. But who knows? Maybe they came up with this idea <laughs> while they were plastered. You know, you don't know. You know, um, but it, it's great. Brilliant. It is. It is one of the greatest things I've ever read. Uh, miniseries, not miniseries. It is. It's just insane and a pure joy to read. There wasn't a boring moment in the whole thing. Wow. So, uh, I'm done with Airboy. What's your next one? All right, I'm gonna come back to. Uh, more something a little more conventional, and that is uh, Kingdom Come. The Mark Wade and Alex Ross. I don't know. We've never really talked about Alex Ross, so I don't really know what your feeling is about Alex Ross. But but I do want to say this going into this that there's a difference in my mind. Last episode, last episode we talked about Alex Believe and using photography to basically create a comic book. That's not what Alex Ross does. Um, I mean, he is a fine artist and, but and he uses models. I mean, he does. Mm-hmm. He, 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 um, I, I don't know what you're thinking is about that, but I'm fine with that. Um, I think he does the best Hulk covers in the history of Hulk covers ever. I, I think he does pretty much the best covers I've ever seen on any yeah. series. Oh, his Iron be- Man covers are beautiful now. Captain America are great. Yep. These are just current ones. Yeah, no, I love him. He's great. He's great. I have no problem with him. Um, and and he really showcases the characters in a way that nobody else does. Um, right. You know. You know. And and again, talk about a passion project. It it's so clear that he loves those characters. Yeah. That's that I think is the big difference. He's he's not really doing it because it's bankable. He has a lot of talent and a lot of creativity, and he. I mean, he does. You know, he poses his models so, you know, he has an image of what he wants. And mm-hmm. um, he's sort of the Norman Rockwell of uh, of comic books. 
Um, yeah, you're right. So Kingdom Come, I mean, this was really the second big Alex Ross project following the Marvels series that he did at Marvel, which I'm not that huge a fan of, um, not because of the art or anything. It just, it just doesn't really grab me. Kingdom Come, no. I'm, I'm very interested in Kingdom Come because it does something, um, has a really interesting sort of religious undertone to it. Um, it has uh, some interesting takes on Batman and Superman, mm-hmm. and um, it's a near, for those who haven't read it, it's a near future where uh, basically there's a whole new generation of superheroes that doesn't really have a moral code, particularly. Mm-hmm. And uh, and this is sort of the return. What, what brings Superman back is a return to uh, having some sort of code and being able to say this is, you know, there is a right and wrong. And it also gives you the absolute darkest version of Captain Marvel that I think that's ever been... Um, in the comic book, mm-hmm. just just a joy to read. That's another one. A, a lot of these were what what which ones of these would I want to go back and reread? And that's a yeah. that's one I I I find myself returning to Kingdom Come all the time. Yeah, and you know how many near future superhero stories have we seen? There's been billions, and how many do we care about? One, and it's this one, right? You know, none of. Because if something is not really in continuity, in most cases, I don't care about... Well, I guess we just talked about Batman. We love that one, but that was in the near future, but uh, Dark Knight Returns. But um, in most cases, you're like, well, this isn't really going to happen, you know? So you, you sort of... You can't really connect with the characters anymore, but this one you did, you know? It's yeah, it's an amazing, amazing series. It's been a long time since I've read it, but it, it's incredible. And it, they're still doing stuff off and on with that sort of universe, you know, um, they are. And, and, you know, it, it doesn't come across as dated. No, it, it really, it really holds up. Oh, and I think that has a lot, not just to do with the storytelling, but I mean, Alex Ross's art, it doesn't, it doesn't look dated, you know, it, it's, it's, it doesn't, it was already ahead of its time. So, you know, right. I don't know if it's ever going to look dated, to be honest and with you. you know? And, you know, I've, I've been, I always wonder this. Does he, he must work really fast. Yeah, I mean, is it digital color painting or is it painting painting? You know, I don't, probably digital now, but I don't know. But it's fast because if he's doing three, at least three covers a month, that, as good as they are, you know, that, <laughs> yeah. how do you do that? You know, how do you, right. how do you even do one, much less, I mean... Like I said, Hulk, Iron Man, Captain America, they're all amazing covers with a lot I would of detail. Buy, I would easily buy a book of his Hulk covers. Yes. Just those. Yes. Just those. And I think that's as good as the Hulk series is, those covers are sort of half of it. You that's know? right. They set the so, tone. They do. They do. They do. All right, so we're on to, you have a fourth choice? I do. Uh, you're going you're gonna to appreciate this one. I don't know if it'll be one of your favorites or not, but from 1985, we used to to go to the comic store, buy it. Well, I don't know how often this happened. I know it happened at least once. Go back to your house and both read our copies at the same time and just be cracking up the whole time. Ambush Bug. That's my fourth choice as well. Really? Yeah. I mean, you got Keith Giffen and Robert Lauren Fleming. The funniest comics I've ever read. Funnier than Cowboy Wally, by the way. Um, <laughs> I wouldn't know. You know they, 
They had the <laughs> Yes, I know. Well, that's the end of our show today. No. So Cheeks, you know, the character Cheeks. We couldn't even say that word with a straight face after that, you know. But I just remember sitting in your room and we're just both cracking up and just crying. We're laughing so hard. And But, you know, the whole thing's like, well, I don't know if Chris is ahead of me or behind me. You know, you didn't want to ask what, what you just read, but it That's was... That's right. There, there are not funnier comics than these. And there were more than one miniseries, but I'm just talking about the first one. You know, The first one is the, is the funniest. Son of Ambush Bug's good, too, but yeah. But the first one's the best. Uh, and the character had been around for a little while uh, in a in a couple of little uh, maybe DC Comics presents issues, or mm-hmm. I mean, it was always under Giffen's control. No one, no one. I don't think anyone has ever really done much with Ambush Bug except Giffen. And and, and in all honesty, who would want to? Because how do you? Yeah, right. I, it, I mean, it is Giffen's character. He when Giffen wrote Doom Patrol a few years ago, he threw Ambush Bug in there, um, sort of as a not a team member, but just sort of in the background. <laughs> Uh, uh, apparently, in some in some Justice League something, because as I was researching all of this, mm-hmm. they they there's some panel shots of different Justice Leagues in different dimensions mm-hmm. or different, and one of them is the Justice League of Anarchy, and <laughs> Ambush Bug is in that with Plastic Man. The Creeper. It actually sounds like a good team. I'd pay I mean, money they for that. Win a single fight, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> See, the Creeper. I've always loved him, but you you can't really put out a Creeper comic book these days. You, you can't. can't call something the Creeper. <laughs> no, no, you can't. But what a cool character! I love him. I love him. I've, I've read some recent stuff in him. I've been reading a lot of trade paperbacks of older stuff recently, and great character. But yeah, his. Because of his name, he's doomed. Yeah. Um, well, so so there was that. The other thing I heard was that another thing I read was that when Giffen initially approached DC about creating this character, because I had forgotten this, Ambush Bug was originally a villain. I didn't remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I remember that his first that, appearance. I think that he sold DC on the idea by saying it was um, Bugs Bunny as a villain. That's right. Yeah. And I can see, I can see that. So, uh, wow, ex- extremely funny. Um, of course, Giffen's weirdo shadows everywhere artwork um, makes it strange on top of funny. Um, mm-hmm. Plus, the fact that Giffen can draw just about anybody, any character. I think Darkseid shows up at some point. <laughs> they all have dark faces. <laughs> um, but how weird is it? That we have four choices, and you and I, 50% of those, we were on exactly the same wavelength. Yeah, I mean, I could I could understand The Dark Knight Returns, but Ambush Bug. I mean, I, I know me and you love it, but it's sort of weird to say, these are our favorite miniseries, Ambush Bug. I mean, most people <laughs> don't even know who he is. That's right. You know, newer readers, and uh, it was just, it was, it was great. All right, so that's our, uh, I guess, total... We came up with six. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Dark Knight Returns, Ambush Bug, I had the Golden Age and Kingdom Come, and you had Airboy and... Three Jokers. And Three Jokers. That's a pretty good... I mean, that's some good reading. It is. It is. 
I would love for people to read Airboy and then email us about their thoughts. <laughs> they are more than welcome to do so. You think they're going to do so? I'm, I'm not placing any bets. <laughs> <laughs> but you never know. You're right. You're right. You're right. All right. So we're going to move into the uh, latter half of our episode. And like the last episode, we're going to end with a, a game of 20 <coughs> questions. Um, I have the title of a comic book, and we have limited ourselves to DC and Marvel. I have the title of a comic in my mind, as frightening as that may be. David has 20 questions to try to determine what that title is. Are you ready, David Lucius Simonton? I am ready. All uh, right. First question, is it a Marvel title? No. All right. You keeping track of the questions? I am. Is it a team book? No. Is the character female? No. You had to think about I did have to think about that. Oh wow. No, this is this is going to be that just that just made it difficult all of a sudden when you had to think when you had to think about it. Oh man! All right. Um, was this an ongoing series or some type of mini series or something? It was an ongoing series. I like I like that you said was. All right, that's four questions. Uh, has is it just one character? I don't understand the question. In the title of the book, is it, or, or are we talking about? Does the book feature just one character as the main character, or are there multiple main characters? You know, like. All right. I, yeah. Let me, all right. So let me try to clarify. All right. So there is a, there is a singular main character that is the focal point of the book. Oh, wow. Okay. But there are, of course, tertiary characters. Secondary yeah. tertiary characters. I mean, of course. Of course there are. Does the title of the comic book name the main character? Yes. <laughs> one, one of the names that this character goes by. Wow. See, I knew you I knew you wouldn't throw something normal out there. This is gotta be something something good. Um, you can get you can get this. And you, you now you understand it, there is a there is a tremendous feeling of staring into a gigantic void when you play this game. <laughs> Isn't there? Yeah, you're right. But you did get it on like, you know, after the twentieth question last right, time. Right, right. Okay, so I got 14 more questions. Yep. All right. Um, is the main color of the costume red? No. 
has this character, has the main character had more than one series going on at the same time? The character has appeared in multiple series at the same time, but has only one main series, but has made appearances in others at the, <laughs> at the same time. Dagnabbit, Chris. Um, is the series currently going on now? I All right, I'm good. This is my honest answer. I don't believe so. I think that there was a, a relaunch of sorts, but I don't think it's still going. <laughs> oh, man. Folks, I'm going to lose this one, but I do have 12 more questions. So. I think you can do it. I really do think you can do it. This is... This is- just the things you said. I mean, I, my mind is just, you know, sort of more blank than normal at this point. I mean, you can talk it out. You can talk yeah, it out. so it's a DC character, I would assume. It has to be, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, non-female. Non-predominantly red. Um... One of its names is in the one of the characters' names is in the title of the book. One of its names. Yeah. <laughs> I mean <laughs> And you don't think that it is currently going on, but you think There was a relaunch. Fair, yeah, there was relaunch. a relaunch. Um Wow. All right, I'm going to keep going with the questions. Um, (laughs) (laughs) It's painful, isn't it? Yeah, it is painful. Has this character ever supposedly died? I mean, died, died, not just, you know, falls off a bridge in one issue and you see him in the next, but... Uh... I don't think that's possible. Ah. I like that answer. I don't (laughs) think that's possible for him to die. And one of his names is in the title. I think you can get this. You can get this. (laughs) No, I mean, that just made it a thousand times worse, but I'm glad you said it. So you do, you don't think it's possible for this character to to die? Not in and any he, conventional sense, no. <laughs> and he has mul- and he has multiple names apparently. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All you can do is laugh when your brain goes blank. Um, <laughs> 11 questions, though, so there's still a chance. There is. Uh, Does this character have an alter ego? Not really, no. No alter ego. Wow. Not really, no. Is this character predominantly green? 
No. No alter ego. Can't die. (laughs) Which means maybe it's not human. Maybe. (laughs) You know, you're... You're getting a kick out of this, aren't you? Um, well, you were you were getting a kick out of me last time, so it, I mean it's only was, fair. Mod was Iron Man. Come on. Um. All right. Uh, has this character been involved in a romantic relationship in its comic book? I would have to say no. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> uh, I'm probably going to kick myself. Am I going to kick myself when you tell me the answer? I think you are. Really? I'm just I'm assuming it's not it's not human. So it's probably, you know, some type of DC android or something. But I don't know, uh, mm. is it an android of some sort? No. (laughs) I'm glad you asked. (laughs) Wow. And it has multiple names. Correct. And it's not female. Correct. And it's... Probably never been in a romantic relationship. Yeah, I don't think so. I could be wrong about that, but I don't think I am. Um, <laughs> um is it a good good guy? Um. Hard to say. Uh, probably more good than bad, but can definitely be either, depending. <laughs> this, this isn't right. <laughs> this is not right. But that's the point. You're not trying to make it easy for me. So, it. I, I mean, is it a? It, well, I can't answer any. I'm not going to answer any question. But, but I, you, you will be upset if okay. you don't get it. And I think you so can get it. I got five, six questions left. So, am I that you know of? Am I a fan of this character? Absolutely. Absolutely. Five questions left. You can do it. You can do it. Man, this is... I mean, you're sweating. You are sweating. I know. (laughs) It's like... I mean, it's like you get a good clue, but then that just, at at the same time, makes it worse. Because it throws you for a loop. Because it's like, okay, it's, it's... Oh, man. Um... All right. Um, 
does it have hair? The main character. Yeah. Yes. Has hair. The main character. But, but, but you don't know if it's ever, you know, kissed anybody. Okay. The, right. the main character has hair. Yes. <laughs> I don't know how that's going to really help you, but the main character I has hair. I don't know if it had some type of humanity to it. I don't know. Um, and and you, you don't think this character can die, but it's not some form of android. Uh, four questions. You think I can do it? I think you can you think do I it. I will it, do it. Not can I, but do you think I will do it? <laughs> I give you about a, I give you about a seventy five percent chance that you can. If well, you no, don't, if you don't get it in twenty, I've got the ultimate clue that will give it to you. But okay. I'm gonna hold. I'm gonna hold off on that until hopefully you get it before then. All right. Um, it's just that multiple names thing. Wow. Uh, and you know there are probably listeners out there just wanting to slap me right now. They probably know too, maybe. But uh, it, was this character around in the sixties? In the publishing history of DC Comics, no. Although, although a character, I can tell you this. Okay. A, a character of the same name existed in the 60s. Dang. This, I feel your pain from last, last time. I do. I really do. I got three questions and I'm. I'm more confused now than I was before my first question. <laughs> I really didn't think it would be this hard, but but as you have asked these questions, I've realized how much of a challenge it is because of the way because of the answers. But I will tell you there is a real clue in that last question that I answered. There was a it was in the 60s but not well, with DC. Yeah, no, 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 no. Let me let me make sure that's clear. Let me make cuz okay. it got to be fair. DC did have a character of this name that was in existence in the 60s. But not necessarily the same character, I'm assuming. Correct. And that's not, I don't count that as a question, by the way. That's a, that's a, that's just an extra add on there to say not the same character. Right. Um, Did the character in the 60s with the same name but different character have its own title in the 60s? Oh. <sighs> um, untitled the character's name. I don't believe so. Okay. But I could be... That one. That one's one, I frankly, I, I don't have the research on. I didn't anticipate that question. So I don't, I don't have the research on that. It's possible... But in the sixties, okay. uh, maybe, maybe. I, I'm sorry, I can't be more definitive That's than okay. that. That's okay. I, Two questions left. Is this character made of flesh and blood? Which one are we talking about now? The current, the the one, the one, the one you're the thinking one, of. Okay. Uh, no. 
<laughs> I got one question left. <laughs> one question left. It's not an android. It's probably not human. It's not green. It's not red. <laughs> it's not female. It's DC. One of its names is in the title. It probably can't die. Big clue. Yeah, yeah. That that helps. Um, <laughs> uh, um, is it a supernatural type character? Yes. All right, well, I'm done with the questions. Come on, David. It's all there in front of you. Um, that last one is a biggie. What was the last one again? Is it oh. a supernatural character? Do you know how many supernatural characters there are? That had their own book? Yeah. Um, yeah. But none of them fit the description that I can think of. Um, that also had a character of the same name in the past? Yeah, that's that's the one that's really uh, throwing me. All right, you got to give me that big clue. I, I, I've I throw in the flag, so All what, right, what's I'll, the clue? I'll give you a I'll give you a smaller big clue. Okay. okay. All right. So at this point, you admit defeat. I admit defeat. <laughs> yes, you have you have stumped me on this. All right, you you definitely defeated me on the original game that we played. So so we're right, we're, e- right. we're even now. So all right. So what if I said this character? A, well, no, a different incarnation of this character. Incarnation, a different person had this same name in the 30s. In the 30s? Yes. In the 30s? In the 30s, in the 50s and 60s, and onward. But it's been different people and different things. Well, it's not Starman. And it's been different things? Well, I mean, the, the, the character that we're talking about is Supernatural. So the ones I'm talking about in the before that were Flesh and Blood. <sighs> Sandman? Yep. Yep. <sighs> Dang it. <laughs> So the only other clue I could think to give you was that the character design was based on the lead singer for one of your favorite bands. <laughs> no, it wasn't. <laughs> um, oh, oh, based on the lead singer? Yeah, yeah, okay. I thought you were talking about Inner Sandman Metallic, and I was like, no, no. No, no, um, no, no, no. Yeah, the Cure. Yeah, The Cure. All right. Dang it. You see how it all fits? I, I, I would not have thought it would be... That I thought you were in it when you when you hit the, that he couldn't die, 
But then I think you got hung up on Swamp Thing for a while. As you always do. But then he had been... Yeah, well, of course. Um, <laughs> I'm into muck. Um, but see, he was in and you know, a romantic relationship. You, you, you're really into it's tubers. Not, it's not a tuba. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was... What, yeah, what they, what they did with the tubers was... Wrong. It's like they... How did they get away with that, is, is my question. I mean, in, on more than one level, it's not just the drug reference part, but... Abby and the tubers. It was wrong, but but right at the same time. Um, so I don't remember Sandman having, well, you know, the different names. I had to answer that honestly because he's Morpheus and the Sandman. And yeah. he goes he goes by um, Dream. Yeah. So he has, mul- he has multiple names. Um, I don't remember if he's been in love before. It's been a while since I've reread it. I've read it yeah. like twice, and I can't remember. But I couldn't remember, and and they did relaunch it, correct? They did a mini series a few years ago, which was a prequel to the original series, and they've done the Sandman universe recently with the Dreaming, which is Sandman related because they're searching for him, and you know Lucifer yeah. and all that. But they the, the Dreaming is the only one. There's a second Dreaming series. They One ended and another one started up. And the Dreaming is the only series still continuing, I think, in that little universe. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, that I didn't mean it to be that tough. But no, it was just a, that was the, a good one. That was the first one that, that stuck out to me. And you did get it in, literally, you got it in 21 questions. Yeah. It's just, you know... It, the more clues I got, the more confusing it got. I'm like, okay, I'm glad I got that clue because that eliminates a lot. But now I have no idea what what you're talking about. You know, it was sort of it opened one door and shut another one, and and or vice versa. And that was good. That was a good one. That was a good one. I'll give you that one. All right. Well, who knows what's coming next? But uh, so I know what's coming next. Oh Lord, I'm a but little frightened. We'll, no, we'll. We won't announce it here, but uh, all right. Uh, after the show, I'll tell you what's coming next. But um, okay, all right. But we well, want to thank Tom Kirby. We do thanks Tom for producing this show, uh, always making us sound uh, better and more intelligent than we have any right to sound like. And uh, as always, if you have suggestions for topics or you want to uh, lay down some comments. Uh, send them to us at bwahahacast at gmail.com. That is B-W-A-H-A-H-A-C-A-S-T at gmail.com. And we will relish and uh, put your, we'll print your email and put it on a pedestal. Uh, maybe if we, but we will definitely, <laughs> but we will definitely cherish it. I mean, just. The email can just have one word in it. We don't even care anymore. Just That's right. send us something. Draw, just send a drawing. We won't even know how to read it over the uh, cast, but uh, just do it anyway. Just somebody. No, we. You know, but we had two last time. They were both uh, really good emails. They were. So, they you were. know, that's a start. That's we're a looking start. for more. We're looking for more. We're going. We're going yes, to grow this audience like a fungus. Like we're a gonna tuber. have a whole episode just begging. Yeah, like a tuber. no, we're not growing it like that. No, no, that's that's we, every we episode that is begging. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> we're not growing the route of the tuber. Matter of fact, maybe we can sell T-shirts that said "Go the route of the tuber." <laughs> <laughs>
If anybody <laughs> wants that, just write us. Maybe we'll make them. <clears throat> anyway, yes. Continue, Christopher. Absolutely. Thank you, David. Thank you, everybody, for joining us. We will see you again in about two weeks for our next episode. See you, David. See you, Chris.